Hi, Mike here, and I want to talk to you about Boozy Jerky. You might have heard Big Ray and I talk about Boozy Jerky on the podcast or seen us post about it on our social media. Boozy Jerky is beef jerky infused with craft beer, and they have a variety of great flavors that you can get shipped directly to you. They've been awesome enough to give us a discount code to pass along to you and whoever you want to pass it along to after that. What you need to do is go to boozyjerky.com, pick out all the different beef jerky you want, add it to your cart. When you go to checkout, you use the code CBBL22. Again, that's CBBL22. And that's going to get you 10% off your entire order. And then you get craft beer infused beef jerky shipped directly to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Whoa, all you craft beer bucket listers. Christmas is over. We are quickly encroaching New Year's. And you know what? It's about to be 2023, y'all. Mike and I are wrapping up another freaking awesome run of episodes. This is episode 135, wrapping up, quote unquote, season four. Mike, are you as stoked as I am? Why'd you say quote unquote? <laughs> because I don't know, dude. We, you know, when we quote first unquote, started this season four, well, I mean, when we first started this, we had, you know, definite seasons. We started this, you know, back in uh, 2019. Yeah. Um, and, and so we, we just switched things up. We went back and renamed all the episodes, gave them numbers. So there was a, a dynamic shift in how we podcast. And we're about to have another dynamic shift moving into calendar year 23. And it's just fun to see the way we started doing things to how we're doing them now and the guests that we get on and whatnot and for me it's just been it's been a wild ride and i'm excited well i'm okay i mean sure quote unquote season four quote unquote season four i mean yeah (laughs) well um i know we got a little bit to talk about uh let me introduce our beers real quick and then we can get down to business heck yeah uh, so today we're going to be having Ray and, H, Ray and I each are having a beer. He'll be drinking a beer from Turning Point called Cookie of Brutality, and Turning Point is from Bedford, Texas. Is that right? That is correct. All right, and I'm going to be drinking Christmas Bomb, uh, a Prairie Artisan Ales beer, and they're out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And we thought that. Uh, Two good post-Christmas beers are going to be some solid stouts. Even though mine's called Christmas Bomb, it's a pretty good solid stout. And Ray, I'm pretty excited about yours as well. Oh yeah! So I got to add you've had, you've had the Christmas Bomb before, I'm sure. Yes, I have. Okay, dude. Yeah, so, it's a uh, it's delicious. So this this beer, this is a first drink uh, for me. Yeah. We've had several beers before from Turning Point. Uh, we have visited this brewery even. And where we had a guest on a couple of weeks ago, uh, Texlo's Beer, she went to this brewery with us. Uh, we did a little, you know, beercation back in yeah. 
was it April, May, somewhere in there? April, yeah. I believe, yeah, end of April. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We had a great time, saw a lot of great breweries. This was uh, one on our list of places to go to. And I'm excited to try a beer from them that I didn't try before. Um, so let's let's take a first drink here. And then uh, we're going to talk about putting 2022 in the rear view. Mm, yes. The, the Christmas bomb has a lot of cinnamon up front, and then it's got some chocolate coffee in the back. Ooh. It is cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon. Um, Ray, what about your beer over there? What's your first, what's your first impressions? Well, I like it. It's, it's, <laughs> I like there's, it. a, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. Uh, it's in, it's seven layer bar inspired, you know, like those, uh, like a candy bar, if you will. It's like literally setting out a seven layer burrito from Taco Bell, but like those <laughs> candy bars that just have like layer of chocolate, coconut, pecans, graham crackers kind of layered up. Yeah. Like something, uh, you know, grandma would make back in the day. Okay. Uh, so this it's it's a little overwhelming, but in a good way. This feels like a motor oil beer. It's very dark, very thick, very full bodied, but it's not too sweet. Now uh, we had on one, you know, recently, uh, Cookie Monster. It was just too much. It was too sweet. I wanted to like it, and it just didn't speak to my taste, bros. The Cookie of Brutality is speaking to my taste, bros. Oh, very good. And I get this is a big old bottle, Mike. Big old bottle, yeah. It's this is a, more than a, a pint. Is that seventeen or so ounces? Uh, I believe so. So I'm looking at the bottle now. I should have looked at this before. I'm such a bum. It's a bomber. It's it's 500 milliliters. So Whoa. what is that? What does that translate to? Half of a liter. I mean, but how I many know. ounces is that? Like, I don't know. So let's let's break out the GTS database, Mike. I'm gonna say it's 17.9 fluid ounces. Well, 16.9. Oh, okay, that was that was close. Wow, Mike is the uh, Mike's on it over there. So that's okay. <laughs> I thought this was more than a. This is just slightly more than a pint, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. A regular, a regular pint's what, 16 ounces? 16 ounces, yeah. So an extra ounce, essentially. Hmm. Yeah. All right, so I can, okay. Yeah, so bu well, buckle up, buttercup. Oh, yeah. So and this, this is a stout. It's 15.3% ABV. Yeah. This is loaded with the alcohols. All the alcohols. What, um... So uh, when you look back at 2022, what are some of your favorite memories? Well, I know that's a big question. So it is off the top of my head uh, with my drone business. I got to film with the ID Discovery Channel, which is very cool. I got to work with the film crew out of the UK. They're working on a documentary 
uh, that part of it was filmed where I live in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I got picked up to get all their aerial shots. And then with the Discovery Channel, I got to visit the set of Pioneer Woman. And I got to capture some B-roll for several episodes that are going to air in 2023. Nice. Yeah, so big highlight for me. Working with some big production companies. Uh, That was a lot of fun. Very memorable. I hope to do more and more of that in the future. Man. What do you, so, uh, what's, what's the future of your, your drone thing here? What, what are you hoping to do with it? Well, I, my goal, and I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to get there is I would love to be able to step away from my career in it, which I'll be uh-huh. in my 19th year next year. Uh, I would love to be able to walk away from that and sustain my current lifestyle, uh, chasing my my passion of film and photography. Yeah. I think that would free up more time for me to focus on craft beer, maybe, or maybe I'll have less time. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Never, uh, where yeah. I love what I do for my day job. I've been in it this long. You don't stay with something this long unless you really love it. Uh, but my passion is film and photography that lights a fire uh, in me. Pretty good. What about Pretty you, good. Mike? Uh, when I think about 2022, uh, I think, uh, the, I think the thing that I like most about 2022 is, um, I mean, I got, so I, I moved to Arkansas in, 2020 during the, the, the COVID fluctuations of, you know, quasi lockdowns and, you know, a lot of different things going on. And I'm not here to, you know, like debate any of that kind of stuff. I'm just saying like, it was an interesting year to move. Right. And then 2021 kind of had a hangover effect on that. And uh, so I felt, I finally felt like in 2022 kind of got back into the old patterns of, you know, some of the things I want to do and, I got to go visit a lot more places. Um, I got to go fishing quite a bit more. Uh, oh, I don't know about more. I, I fished a lot during COVID too, because that's you know something you could do by yourself, obviously. But um, oh, sure. I, I just I just felt like I got to do a little bit more of what I wanted to do uh, because of uh, you know the the ease on restrictions and such. And um, I think the other part is you know, and, and I think about this almost every year is thinking about what I've learned. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, it's another year of a lot of learning. Uh, not that I'm wise, but I feel like I've gained some wisdom over the last year. Um, I think that's kind of come on stronger as I've gotten older every year. I feel like I really gained, you know, quite a bit, um, in that regard. So there's, you know, it's, I guess I feel a little bit, um, I don't have like that, that, that moment like you did, you know, those moments that, you know, you can say, this is things I've done specifically. Um, I think, you know, overall it's been a good year to, to learn a lot about myself and a lot about the world. And, uh, it's, it's been an interesting year. So, and I think for 2023 is, um, I hope to, you, you and I have talked offline and, you know, 
talked about, you know, my life path, career path and stuff like that. Cause you know, that's what buddies do and whatnot. But I hope the 2023, I kind of iron out my career a little bit career path. And I don't know what that looks like, honestly. Um, I mean, you know, but I hope that kind of smooths out a little bit. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It does. Yeah. So, and I don't know what it is. I, I heard people talk about it, you know, for a lifetime. And there's something about when you turn 40, things change. We yeah. you see things differently. I mean, I got to turn 40 uh, in 2021. I'm 41 now. I'm about to be 42. And I'm with you. There, there, there's wisdom that you get. And not that I'm wise, but I've had the opportunity to see a lot. I've experienced a lot. And I've seen and experienced enough at this point. It's really helped me become comfortable with who I am as a person. Through my 20s yeah. and 30s, I wasn't comfortable with me at all. I, I did a lot of things. I, I was Ray, obviously, but I wasn't comfortable with Ray. I was still very right. wishy-washy in a lot of things. And in my 40s, I'm like, you know, I, I am me. This is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. If people like it, great. And if not, that's fine. Move on. Uh, and I think that's something you only get with experience and time on this planet. Right. I think, uh, you know, for a long time, I was very pessimistic about people in society. And then I kind of swung to being more optimistic. And now I feel like I'm swinging not back to the pessimistic way, but like more of the, you know, I guess pragmatic uh, view of it all is, you know, and I don't, I don't know if that's good or bad to be honest. I, you know, I, I wish I was one of these people that were super optimistic and I'm sure you've met some of these people in your life. Right. Um, we, we could probably talk about some of these people that we know that are pretty optimistic and, uh, and, and I'm, I don't feel like I'm a pessimist. People may think so, I guess. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, I'm definitely not like the eternal optimist either. And, uh, and I, I wonder if that would be a better life, you know, like, and I just, I'll never be that, but if I could work toward being a little bit more optimistic, maybe that would help me out. <laughs> I understand that. So anyway, it's kind of my, man, this is getting deep. Our last episode of crap your bucket list. is like super deep. No, it's not so bad. I, th I think we're scratching the surface on what a lot of folks would consider deep topics. But yeah. again, we're 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 at that age, Mike. Yeah, you know, and I think a, a lot of our audience are, are more mature. I mean, we talk about craft beer. Not a lot of folks in their early twenties are really into craft beer yet. It's not their jam. They might not have the bankroll to float some craft beer that's out there. Because let's face it, it it does cost more than your quote unquote big box beers. Right. It just does. So I, I think we speak to a more mature audience and what we're talking about now is going to be more relatable. And, and really this is the type of stuff we talk about when we're sitting around a campfire drinking beer or we visit the breweries. We're talking about life and our experiences while we share an artisan drink. Right. Right. So sure. We talk about sports and what happened with our families, our, our wives and our children and our significant others and family. But we tend to dive into those deeper topics. And how often do we do that with the craft beer in our hands? Right. On the I rig. Do think that's, 
It's- yeah, right. <laughs> I do think that's something that I've noticed is, um, and, and I don't know, you you socialize quite a bit with folks, and um, I, I tend to be a little bit more isolated. I don't know if isolated is the right word, but um, I, I don't go out socializing a lot. In, in fact, 99% of my socializing is when I come to Tulsa and hang out with you. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but w- which is fine. I just, uh, I guess, but part of where I was going with this is, you know, um, I remember when I was younger, there was a lot more of, you know, every other weekend sitting around a campfire and having a beer. And and now, you know, once a month or once every two months, uh, come to Tulsa and hang out and have a few beers. Um, but that's about it. You know, that's just the way it is. Got too many responsibilities. I think that's the other part is once you turn 40, you you're tired all the time. That's true. And you like, you're like, uh, can, I could go, I could go hang out or I could just go to bed, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll crawl in bed. I'll, I'll play on my phone for 20, 30 minutes and I'll fall asleep and it'd be great. You know, anyhow, no, I things, feel that it's things. It's getting harder and harder for me to push. In the last, up until about six months ago, I could run on four hours of sleep and be fine. I stay up late editing photos and videos and podcasts and doing, you know, whatnot on social media, and I could just push and be okay. And now that's very much a challenge. Uh, it's, it's like something just got flipped off, and I just can't do it anymore. Uh, in my forties, the forties hit for real, right? And in a big way, it's like, ooh, I have to manage my time a little differently now. Where I'm all into, you know, time blocking. Sure. I have two calendars that I look at every day. I have my Google Calendar, my Outlook Calendar, and most of my time is always blocked out. I have something going on all the time, and I, I need to do a dynamic shift and really work on prioritizing and getting those things done because I just don't have it in it or in it in me to stay up until three to get up at seven and do it all over again the next day. Right. It's just not there anymore. So it's like, Hmm, how am I going to still do all this? (laughs) No, you know, and I think the other part is I just don't want to, you know, it's like, um, right. So, and, and I'll say this, it's no secret. You know, I had somebody approach me about a, a new job not too long ago and, uh, it would, it would paid a little bit more than I make now. And, um, I wouldn't have to move, uh, but it would have been a lot more work and I'm just like, well, I'm just not that interested, you know, like, you know, my time is valuable to me and, uh, there's a lot of things that I'm negotiable on, but. Uh, if, if you're going to take more time away from me, hmm, it's going to really cost you. Right. You know, so anyway, but you know, I, I want that, that time to be sacred. Absolutely. Cause I mean like, you know, having Monday nights free, very important to me. So when you and I usually record this podcast and, uh, make sure I've got that set aside. Right. Uh, the yep. same thing with, uh, you know, throughout the week, I got other things going on, you know, the, with one kid and one sport, one kid, another sport, and both kids in band, it's just, you know, that time is sacred. 
And uh, right. as much as I can, I want to make sure I go to all the you know practices and games and concerts and all that. So speaking of which, uh, both, both the kiddos had their Christmas concert last week. And uh, it is hilarious to hear the newbies play, right? I mean, they're trying sure. the hardest, but they're not that good. Uh, but then by the time they get up to like, you know, a few more grades, the, the differences were remarkable. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm in awe of how much, how much difference there is. And they're, you know, they're the, the teachers, the band teachers and whatnot, like do such, such a great job of transitioning them up year after year and to just make them, imp- you know, the improvements are remarkable. So I want to give a shout out to any band teachers out there that are also craft beer enjoyers. So anyway. On and on. Uh, so this is the Christmas bomb. It's by Prairie Artisan Ales. They're out of Oklahoma City. Um, you can find them online at Prairie Ales across all the platforms. So uh, we'll get back on track here. Uh, I really enjoy this beer. Ray's over there dying because I just segue. It's like a hard, a hard transition. Yeah, it was, it. It's like boom. Yeah, you get the hard transitions. I love that. Like, I love you, band teacher. Hey, Christmas, Christmas bomb, <laughs> Prairie. This is fantastic. band teachers also love Christmas bomb. <laughs> I love that. So, do you much. are you a band teacher? Do you like I, beer? I, Drink beer. That's right. Yeah. Oh, hey, that, that, I got, yeah. I got. I got, a, I, I got a different whole different topic. You want to switch topics? Yes. How about the terrible Dallas Cowboys football play? Oh my goodness. They have been playing like poo poo caca. Yes. I'm just like, how do you, you, it was a miracle. They beat the Texans and then they did get beat by the Jaguars. I'm, I'm just, this is, it's bad. It's like, what's bad? What? I don't, you know what? I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I don't. It's like, ugh. what's, what's even it worse. Me, it oh, go hurt. ahead. Yeah. No, it just it hurts on the inside. I was looking at standings today and I was like, um <laughs> so I was looking at the standings and I said, uh, you know what? I mean, I feel like we've had a pretty crappy last eight weeks or so. We we clinched a playoff spot already. Number one, that's you know, that's pretty good. Number two, like we're better than like most other teams in the entire league. As far as record goes, right? You know, it's it's like it's like the Eagles are better, better record. Um, uh, who else? I can't remember now. Uh, Chiefs, maybe. So anyway, whatever. We're, we're doing okay. I just we should be better. Should be. You know, you know what is better, be Mike? Is this cookie of brutality? <laughs> this is a way better beer. Yeah, Tell not that far it. away from it, it. Didn't this beer does not come far from Arlington, where the Dallas Cowboys play? <laughs> Again, you can find Turning Point Beer in Bedford, Texas. You can find them on social media, TurningPointBeer.com. You can look up Turning Point Beer on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can give them a shout out and support local from wherever you are. And I'm going to okay. double check myself just in case I didn't get this right. Yeah, it is Turning Point Beer. Okay, I feel better. Yeah. Now. At Turning so, Point Beer. Uh, while we're recording this, which we record ahead of time, uh, so people can remember that, the Cowboys 
in the NFC, there's only two teams that have a better record than the Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Minnesota Vikings, of which we beat the Vikings. Now, right. if you go to the AFC, there's only three teams with a better record, Buffalo, Kansas City, and Buffalo and Kansas City. That's it. So two, sorry. Because uh, Cincinnati has the same record, so it's not better. So, I mean, like, when you look at it like that, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm just disappointed. But this Christmas bomb is a really good beer to have when you're thinking about how terrible the Dallas Cowboys are playing recently. Ray's eating some chips. Enjoying some I totally chips. I totally had to mute. I needed something just a little salty to cut through this cookie of brutality. It's a really good beer, but it's sweet. And I needed just some, a little bit because this is a thick beer. Yeah. So is mine. But And I have to mention this. We didn't do the can cracks tonight. Both of our beers came in bottles. Man, you know, I just got tired of beating you at the can cracks. I had to go to a bottle. You you dominate on the regularly with that, Mike. You are very very good at the can crack. It's true. Years of practice, my young Padawan. Okay, so I also got to share with you this, dude. I was at a, a flea market this past weekend, oh. and they had they had a, a a couple crates of albums, like you know, old LPs. And I was looking through there and found a few Johnny Cash records, which I picked up. Then I stumbled upon one that was all Laserdisc. You know Laserdisc are, right? Whoa. Yeah. I do. I haven't seen those since like 1996. Right. Um, so there's a, so I, long story short, um, I'm going to sell these on eBay, I think. But I bought a bunch of Laserdisc. How many do you think I bought? 20. More. 50. More. 17,000. Less. <laughs> <laughs> Probably about 100. Oh, but I didn't even know they made 100 laser discs at all. Oh, ever yeah. Of like different. Oh, things. I got like, wow. I've got, you know, I've got like, uh, I'd have to go to the, the pile, but like, you know, Forrest Gump was one of them. Um, wow. A, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good ones. So these people are just, they, they had, they said they had bought a building and they were clearing it out and this was in there and they just wanted to get rid of them. They were selling them cheap. So I don't need, you know, I just was thinking about how cool would it be to have a laser disc player, but I don't want to buy one. So I just Googled this because I was curious. I wanted yeah. to know how much a Forrest Gump laser disc was going for on eBay. Okay. And there's a range of $5 to $25. Okay. For, depending on condition, of course. There's how a much lot is of the $5 here. shipping? The one that's 5 bucks. how much is it for shipping? Well, let's uh, let's take a look here. Come on, little buddy. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. $3.49. So for like 
nine bucks basically, you can have the Forrest Gump laser disc. It looks pretty rough, I guess. Right. Well, th this particular one I found when I Googled, the sale is already over. There's not an image of the disc itself oh, okay. from what I can see here. I'm taking a look into it, and now it it shows anyway. a picture of the, the cover. It looks like an LP cover. cover. Right. right, the yeah. album cover. And I like this one has a sticker, and it says value priced twenty nine ninety eight. I'm assuming that would have been for whatever retail store had this originally. Right. And this okay. particular one came out of Chesterfield, Missouri. Nice. Wow. So I'm curious nice. to see. Let's see. Should I look up Blu-ray or D? I want this has nothing to do with craft beer. I love it, Mike. Hold on just a second. I'm gonna press mute while I get a couple more and I'll show them to you. Okay, do that. Do that. I want to see here. So now I'm looking up Forrest Gump on Blu-ray, and I'm finding these for the same price. So we have old media laser discs selling for approximately the same price as Blu-ray, which is a current technology. That blows my mind. Totally blows my uh, mind, Mike. Let's uh, look this one up. You ready? Yeah. Labyrinth on laser disc. Whoa, '80s classic, bro. Yep. Labyrinth. What? Whoa, dude. This one's worth more than Forrest Gump. This is kind of a cult classic. Yeah. With David Bowie. Yeah. So I'm seeing ranges for... here from 25 <laughs> to 85. All right. All right. Okay. Let's go to the next one. You ready? <laughs> Yes. Laserdisc, The Man with Two Brains with Steve Martin. So I'm looking here, and this one's going from it looks like about five bucks to 20 bucks. Okay, that's fine. All right, I've only got a couple more. Uh, Chevy Chase, National Lampoon's European Vacation. When the Griswolds go to Europe, anything goes. So I'm looking for this. This one's anywhere from, uh, looks like, wow, really? From $10 to about 40 Okay. All right. Now we're getting here. Here is the fun stuff. You ready? Yeah. This is one, a movie called Dolls about some creepy dolls that come to life. Whoa. I just found one that sold on November 2nd for $75. See? See what I'm saying? All right. Last one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, this is fun. All right. Uh, so this one is called Earth Girls Are Easy. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's the last one I'll make you look at. Okay. This one, not quite as popular. Uh, I found 
one out of it's got Gina Davis on it. It it does. In it. And oh, Jim Carrey. Jeff Goldblum. This is in the early days. I found one selling currently for fifteen dollars, six dollars shipping at a Dumont, New Jersey. So it yeah. still has some value. Yeah. But not quite as much as dolls or labyrinth. Well, there you go. And so either way, you can flip these and make some money to buy more craft beer. Right. So um, there's a couple of them in there I'm going to keep just because. Um, so like I, I found some some Johnny Cash records that I'm going to keep. Sure. And there's a couple of uh, Star Wars laser disc in there that I'm going to keep because I'm a Star Wars fan. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it was a pretty, pretty cool find. And I'm glad that uh, I could get these and um, we'll rehome them, if you will. Um, I think it'll be fun. But you know me, I've done this for a long time. I've always, you know, bought stuff at auctions and uh, resold it online. And, you know, that's something we did for a long time. Did some oh, dumpster yeah. diving. We could talk all yes. day about our dumpster diving. So, you know, back in the it's, day. It's, yeah. <laughs> remember, you meet a, a mutual friend named Steven. We would pull our money on Fridays to buy hamburger meat buns and a 30 pack of beer. And that would yeah. be like our Friday and or Saturday night drinking a ton of beer, grilling burgers, and just hanging out. Right. Small town Oklahoma. That's what we could afford after right. we went dumpster diving and flipping our finds. <laughs> we had to go dumpster diving and sell some stuff just to have that. It's true. But we yeah. had so much fun. And I look back on that and I'm like, that's part of the hustle. Yeah. In our... In our young adult life, that was a hustle, man. We we worked, we did what we did, and then we worked on the side to have money to play with. Absolutely. And I always I, I appreciated it in the moment. And I look back and I'm like, man, that's the work ethic that I have today. That's right. been a thing I've carried through my entire life, my career. And I like it, dude. That's why I have what I have today. It's just the the hustle, the grind. I mean, we we've talked about this before. Like, there's still a part of me that misses it dumpster diving just you know finding you know, dumpster diving or you know whatever you want to call it because um i had this job in tulsa where i drove around quite a bit and on trash day people would just put out stuff at the curb that was perfectly good do you remember me t telling you about the time i found like it was, i mean at the time it was a little bit older technology but even even at that point i still sold it, it was a a 50 disc changer for the, for your stereo system. Right. Right. And, and I think I flipped that for like 40 bucks or something like that. And somebody just had it sitting on the side of the road. They're like, we're getting rid of all this. It's all, you know, does it work? Yep. It works. We just don't want it. I was like, what? Yep. Sure enough. In 40 bucks in today's economy, it will still at least buy your family McDonald's. It's got some value. <laughs> right. Forty yeah, bucks. free I mean, plug to McDonald's. But yeah. that just be just being real to feed a family of four. It's about forty bucks at McDonald's now. And you can get a Taco Bell, and uh, I, I don't know what you're getting at McDonald's for forty bucks. Well, an extra value meal is ten dollars a piece nowadays, man. If you buy four of those, forty bucks. Oh man, I don't know what. Golly, what are you buying at McDonald's? I gotta look this up. Do it. So do it. So while Mike is looking up at current McDonald's prices. I am finishing my 16.9 ounce or 500 milliliter bottle of 
cookie of brutality. This is one hell of a seven-layer bar-inspired barrel-aged stout with butterscotch, coconut, chocolate, pecans, and graham crackers. Surprisingly, with that menagerie of flavors, this is very coconut-forward. Again, very full-bodied beer. I would call it a motor oil beer. But, man, the, the bourbon is coming through nicely. It's not too boozy. Again, 15.3% ABV. This one's loaded with the alcohols. I don't think I'd want to drink two of these in a session. Right. It's a bit heavy for that. This is a great nightcap beer, dessert beer, in the night hanging out at the campfire beer. This is going to be a good one to go to sleep to at the end of the night. It, it does sit a little heavy, but the mouthfeel is great. It's very creamy and smooth, it, but it's not too sweet. This kind of is is hitting the spot. So turning point, good job, y'all. I, I am a huge fan of this beer. Huge fan now. So I can't find the, the prices for the mills. I'd have to download the app. What? Yeah. That's not fun. I'm just not interested in doing that. I, I hardly ever. I don't. I can't remember the last time we actually ate at McDonald's. the The kids are old enough now that a Happy Meal doesn't mean anything. So if we're trying right. to eat cheap, we usually go to hit Taco Bell. Sure. Okay. Because we, because we, we, I mean, we can get them. We can eat for four dollars a piece. Or Wendy's. They like Wendy's, and they got the four for four. Oh yeah, I've had that a few which, times. Yeah, and I have no idea how that's that cheap either. But you know, for four bucks each, we eat. So, sure. But, not, but in all honesty, we just we don't, we don't go there that often. So anyway, but anyway, I do miss the the, the dumpster diving days, the the reselling days. You and I would buy those auction lots at surplus auctions oh, and man. Heck dig yeah, through them and resell stuff. And right, so I remember going to the, the Tulsa flea market with our trucks and. Parking there and selling stuff out of the bed of our truck, haggling with Heck people. Yeah, man. Oh my <laughs> gosh, yes. So, I wonder how many people. Uh, wonder how many people are like wondering who are because you look at the people there. It is like a very diverse crowd, and I wonder how many people right. come there just to people watch. Oh sure. You know, because you get like the 90 year old guy dressed like a cowboy with the, the <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, like going around with a cigar, uh, haggling over like the price of a $1 DVD. And right. then you've got like the, the family of like 18 people uh, who are just, you know, that's there for their day out. You know, it's just, it's a lot of fun. So, anyway. It's a good old so, days, man. It is a good old day. So, Mike, I, I found McDonald's prices on Uber Eats. Okay. And that's this not is, a... Okay, go ahead. So, this is menu prices before you pay for them to deliver. A Big Mac meal, $9.47. Double quarter pounder with cheese meal, $10.79. 10-piece chicken nugs, $10.23. Dude, there's no way because there was the other day I saw a thing that said twenty McNuggets, two drinks, and two burgers for nine ninety nine or something like that. That that's a crazy <laughs> special, right? 
And they always have those deals, and I'm sure those are regional even. That's not yeah. going to be the same price or the same thing all over the U.S. There's going to be some regional fluctuation there. So I had to type in my zip code. That's the cost for where I'm at on Uber Eats. Again, that's before delivery fees. Yeah. Now I wanna... So not a paid endorsement for McDonald's or Uber Eats. Mike and I are looking stuff up randomly while we're drinking our beers. Gonna, and how many of you guys see. have done the same thing at a brewery? Like, no, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't right. cost that much. And all your bros bust out their phones and Google it. The only app I have on my phone is the Burger King app. Wow. Yeah. All right. Look it up. What's a Burger King value meal from the app on your phone, Mike? I want to know. So we're looking at a Whopper. Is that what yeah. we want? Oh, hold on. I got to I haven't logged in so long that it's asking where I live. <laughs> uh, wow. Hold on just a second. I love that. McDonald's okay. has the Big Mac Burger King's like, we got a Whopper. Okay, let's see here. Okay, a Whopper meal is $9. Well, there you have it, man. Let's see what... Uh, would you say 20-piece nuggets? Yeah, I looked that up at Burger King. Well, uh, well they don't have... They have a 16-piece nugget for the meal for 16 nuggets, uh, a small drink, and a small fries is $7. All right. Um, let's see. They don't. Have, that's the biggest nuggets they offer. What else can we look up here? Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, f- let's see. Featured. They got a deal where you can get here. We here we go. Two whoppers, right. two fries, and two small drinks for twelve dollars. Whoa! So that's basically two meal, two two meals for twelve bucks. Okay. Yeah, you can eat cheap if you want. I mean, you can always go, you know, the other route. But sure. I, I you know, <laughs> I don't know. I think some people like we got, you know, we both got kids, so you and I are, you know, thinking about you know oh, deals. We have to bargain shop. I gotta yeah. look for the deals. Well, I'm very blessed so. and very fortunate. Like I do well. I'm not rich, but I'm not broke either. Right? You're kind of in the middle there. I guess you can say I'm middle middle class, right? If I was to go yeah. by annual income and whatnot, uh, but I still have to look at prices, man. Especially in today's economy, end of 2022, inflation. Just to be real, I yeah. have to look at those things. Hey, I, real quick, you know when everybody was real mad about gas prices going way up and they were blaming Joe Biden? Oh yeah. Are there? Is everybody? Happy now that prices are down. Are they giving Joe Biden the credit for that? I'm just saying. Uh, you know that I I don't know. Honestly, if you're gonna blame him, if you're gonna blame him, you got to give him the kudos too. Sure. Because uh, I don't know, gas here is probably the cheapest it's been in a long time. Yeah, it's uh, got that Venezuela know, I, oil coming in. Oh gosh, is that what it is? I don't. That's I don't. I'm talking smack now. Oh okay. I have no Maybe. idea. 
So I believe that the winter blend is always cheaper anyway. You know, there's a winter blend and a summer blend for fuel that right. we put in our vehicles. And I think it's the winter blend that's cheaper. So we usually see a decline in winter time. But I was reading something the other day. Like it's this is year over year, this is the cheapest it's been in like three or four years. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. In Oklahoma, we have you typically, not always, but some of the cheapest gas in the U.S. anyway. Uh, yeah. I know I filled up my truck today, and, and, and even I took a, a small road trip over the weekend to see some Christmas lights on the opposite end of Oklahoma that my family hadn't seen before. And I had to, I filled up twice in the last three days, and both times it was under $100. And that's something I haven't yeah. seen since spring of this year. I drive a Ford F-150. I've got a four-wheel drive truck. So it's a gas guzzler. I get it. I have a monster. You've been on my truck. You know, it's not the biggest truck in the world, but it's not tiny, right? Right. I get about 14 and a half miles a gallon. But just the fact that it's under 100 bucks right now is like, oh my gosh, this feels fantastic. Right. So I'm happy. I'm happier with gas prices. I wish they were lower still. So the national average gas price right now is $3.23. Okay, it's not bad. This time last year, it was three dollars and thirty-seven cents. So no better than last to, year, right? And then in, let's see here. I'm just trying to. I'm using a graph. So for another in January of 2020, it was two dollars and sixty-six cents. So it was cheaper then, but it's been on the trend up, and now it's coming back down. The highest it was was in June of 2022. Was the average price was five dollars and ten cents a gallon across the U.S. Ouch! That's painful, bro. Yeah, but from five dollars and ten cents to three dollars and twenty three cents is a good drop. That's a huge drop. Yeah. So huge drop. More money for what? Craft Craft beer. beer. Craft beer. Anyway. You know, hey, have, uh, so have you have you finished your prairie bomb, Mike? Because I'm done with my cookie brutality. This bottle's I'm, gone. Dunsky. I'm close enough that by the time we wrap up this podcast, I'll be done. You want to give us okay. your song and all that kind of stuff? I do. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna rate this beer. I'm gonna give this one an eight point five out of ten. Rock solid beer. I very much enjoyed this. Again, it's seven layer bar inspired barrel aged stout with butterscotch, coconut, chocolate pecans and graham crackers i wasn't able to pick out all the individual flavors coconut forward i could taste it was barrel aged, so i can taste the bourbon in this but again it, it blended well with the other flavors it wasn't overpowering so very well balanced i would call it complex as if i was a sommelier and talking about wine it's very complex sommelier Somali, I didn't say it right, did I? Oops. No, I'm, I'm Somalia, I think is how you say it. Somalia? Okay. Yeah, Somalia. Anyway, a person Somalia. that talks about wine. Yeah. A person that talks about wine. So I believe in you, Rachel. Thanks, Mike. So admittedly, I'm feeling this a little bit. This is my first beer for the night, but I am, am feeling it just a tad. So, you know. So in the beer world, we have a Cicerone. I can say that and be just fine. 
<laughs> Ciceroni. At least I have that. A Ciceroni. Yeah. Sounds kind of cool. But anyway, 8.5 out of 10. Very yeah. enjoyable. Very palatable. Again, it, only one in a session for me. This is definitely a nightcap beer. I, I don't know that I could put two of these down and be able to maintain. But because I, I like the word brutality in this beer. That makes me think, Mike, of dubstep music. Brutality is something that is used to describe the bass drops and other elements of that. And I'm going to go with a classic from Skrillex called Bangarang. Bangarang? That's what popped in my head as I was enjoying my cookie of brutality. Skrillex Bangarang. Yes, sir. All right. There you go. Uh, I've had, I have the Prairie Artisan Ale's Christmas Bomb. It's an imperial stout brewed with spices. It is uh, very cinnamon forward. Uh, it's very dark, um, moderate overall as far as the mouthfeel. I like it. Um, I like some of their other stuff much better. I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. Um, I think I like this beer more year after year when I have it. Um, it's still not one of my favorite beers from them. So good, but they've got other beers that would beat it out. Um, my favorite part of it is the, the, on the label, there's almost the same label, but there's like, there's always like 10 differences between one side of the label and the other, and you got to find them. It's pretty fun. Um, so anyway, I'm going to give it an eight out of 10 because as we were starting about, you know, starting the new year, I'm going to pick a song called starting over by Chris Stapleton. Uh, love me some Stapleton. I think that's a good song. Right on. So, uh, that's going to be it. So I like it. I, yeah. I think uh, both these beers scored good enough to be on the craft beer bucket list. Both got to be beers we try before we die. Yeah. What do you say? Abs- yes. And you know, do you know why my is why? Because yet again, we gave our listeners a solid lineup. That's right, sir. That is rock right. solid. Well, I'll say this. As we start our new season format coming in uh, January, uh, I sincerely enjoyed the four seasons in this format, and I look forward to new things. Uh, enjoy it with, uh, you know, seeking out a new adventure with you. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening uh, to now, and be sure to ch- check in on us in uh, 2023 and check out a new format. Man, I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, man. So I... I'm super excited. Mike, I have a one-question quiz for you, buddy. The answer is yes. How did you know? Mind reading is real. I was going to be like, is Mike the absolute best co-host for a beer podcast ever? (laughs) And before I could say it, he was like, yes. Yeah, what's your question? Wow. Yeah, that was literally going to be my question. <laughs> that was Shut it. the front door. Shut the front door. <laughs> so when you said yes, word. I was flabbergasted. I didn't know what to say because that was what I was going to say. Ask you. Maybe maybe I maybe I read your mind without knowing it. Maybe maybe you did. That's incredible. Good, good grief. Oh my god. Sure. All right. Well, dude. Uh, so. I think next season we'll have some quizzes. <laughs> we will. And I'm looking yeah. forward to Tuesday, January the 11th. That's when the first episode of season five is going to drop. So we are going to launch on the second Tuesday of every month in calendar year 2023. So you can look at January 11th 
Valentine's Day, February 14th. No, excuse me, the day after Valentine's Day, February 15th. And into March, it's also going to be, it's going to be the 8th. You know what, Mike? I'm buzzing and I can't read. <laughs> I was gonna, these make no sense, but I'll get to you. I'm like, wait, er, stop. Tuesday, January the 11th. February, it's going to be Tuesday the 8th. March will also be Tuesday the 8th. Hold on. Your your Tuesday February twenty twenty three the eighth is on a Wednesday. Wait, I'm looking at a 2022 calendar. Ha! I kill me. That's an Alf reference. So oh you're right. Lord. Okay. So you're right. Tuesday, January tenth, February the fourteenth. It is on Valentine's Day. I got that one. Lucky. I was lucky. And <laughs> if we look at March, it's also going to be Tuesday the fourteenth. So I got a couple of these right completely. In error. So, <laughs> wow, wow, wowie zowie. <laughs> wow. And then I'm looking at Tuesday, April the 11th. So, in any case, we're doing the second Tuesday of every month going forward. And we're going to be featuring a brewery each month. So, I'm looking forward to the new format and talking about breweries and their flagship beers and some of the year end offerings and hearing right. those stories of how. The brewery got started. That's something we've talked about over the course of four seasons with Craft Beer Bucket List is there's a lot of them out there that make great beers, but you can't find anything about the story. Why are you here? What inspired you to do what you do? And I believe that we want to highlight that. We really want to bring the art and the craft into how we talk about craft beer and just really highlight some of those amazing breweries out there and what they're doing and having some of the owners and the head brewers on with us to talk about that. I'm stoked about that, Mike. No, I agree. I'm like, let's get into the story, be- man. Let's get some substance behind the beer. Right. I think it'll be fun. Wow. Heck yeah, man. Fun. This cookie of brutality. It's, it's, uh, I've got a brutalized Brutal. cookie here and it's, it's had, it's taken its toll on me. Oops. Oops. We'll close this out and we'll get on down the road and we'll wish everybody a very happy 2023. Absolutely. So thank you so much for listening to us on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. We love all of you. We also love those five-star readings that you give us on Apple. Thanks for the reviews. Thanks for tagging us in your posts on Instagram. I love to see what y'all are drinking from all over the U.S. And even the folks you tag us in your beers from around the world, I love that because you have access to beers that we don't even know exist And I think it's fun to see, though. So thank you for doing that. Keep it up. Man, thank you for a kick-ass 2022. Thank you for everything you've done. I mean, we're here for you guys, the the listeners. Y'all are awesome. We have a wonderful craft beer community that we get to interact with and engage with. And I just think it's amazing. So please keep tagging. Please keep sharing. And as always, as we enter a new year, please don't drink and drive. Be safe. Be around to hear us next year, because if you get arrested or die in a car crash, we don't get you to listen to us anymore. That's sad. And for a lot more reasons, be on Craft Beer Bucket List, obviously. But we love you guys. We want you to be safe. So please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch you all on the next episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios. Adios.